Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every day, just about 13 minutes to get us into God's Word for all of our podcast listeners. So thankful to be able to get into God's Word with you each day, and that helps us to stay focused on our relationship with God and upon our soul's salvation to also be looking toward eternity, because it's coming, and to have a better mindset, a more spiritual focus, to be able to deal more effectively with all that life throws at us every day. But as we're in God's Word each day, even for this short time, that helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, there are people in your life who need to change their focus, who need to change the direction of their lives. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God and their soul's salvation. Help them to make those changes by sharing these short studies with them every day. Share with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means, but make up your mind to share every day. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody come to God through Jesus Christ. You may help somebody get to heaven. That'll be a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day. We're talking about why do bad things happen to good people? And so we've said that many people question that. Why does God, in some cases, they'll blame God and they'll say, God, why did God make this happen? And it could be all kinds of what we would consider to be bad things. Illness, injury, pain, severe suffering, various handicaps, mental illness, loss of job, financial ruin, drought, famine, natural disasters of all kinds stillborn babies or babies who are handicapped in various ways as they're born, terrible accidents, death, wars, violence, terrorism, murder, all kinds of evil that is prevalent in this world in which we live, theft, inhumanity in various forms, and the list could go on and on and on. Plague and epidemic and pandemic, and again, the list is almost endless. Why? Do bad things happen to good people? Now, in some of these cases, we would say that these would be natural consequences of bad things that people have done, and so that we'd say, okay, bad people do bad things, they suffer bad consequences. But what we're really asking is, why did bad things happen to good people? Well, and again, I suspect that many people blame God, and they accuse God of making bad things happen to good people. But I think that's a misunderstanding and misapplication of the reality. But God does allow bad things to happen in this world, even to good people. And then people blame him for letting those things happen to good people because they say he's God, he's all-powerful, he's the creator, he's in control. Why would he allow such things to happen even to good people? Now, again, we understand bad decisions, bad actions from bad people who are acting in bad ways, they're going to suffer some bad consequences. But why do good people suffer bad consequences of things that maybe other people are doing? But some of these, you see, it's not the fault of anybody. 
if a baby is born handicapped, if a baby is stillborn, if, a, if, if somebody is diagnosed with cancer, if somebody suddenly falls down the steps or trips over uh, something in, in the sidewalk and falls and breaks a leg and, and now they can't go to work and their income is severely reduced, or maybe a business shuts down and they lose their job. Those are bad things, bad consequences, but they're not necessarily anybody's fault. But they affect people, even good people, and probably most of the people who are affected are what we would call, from a human perspective, a societal perspective, good people. Why would God allow that to happen? And so as we read from Psalm 31, verses 9 and 10, the psalmist wrote, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief, yes, my soul and my body, for my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength fails me because of my iniquity, and my bones waste away. Now we made the point that the basic bottom line fundamental answer to, to why bad things happen in this world and that would be bad things as a whole across the board but that would also include why bad things happen to good people is sin sin a lot of people would discount that answer because they say it's trivial you're not dealing with realistically with with the situations you're trivializing it you're just using preacher talk is all you're doing no i'm going back to the very basis for suffering human suffering and evil in the world and that's sin you can go back to genesis chapter 3 when eve succumbed to the temptation of the devil and sinned against god and then led her husband, Adam, to sin against God, everything changed. They had been innocent, sinless up until that time. But suddenly they found themselves ashamed. They had lived in nakedness, but were not ashamed because they were innocent. That meant nothing to them. But all of a sudden, once they had sinned, everything changed. And then they covered themselves up because they were ashamed of their nakedness. God asked them, who told you you were naked? And of course, the answer was, well, nobody told us we were naked. We, we became ashamed because our perspective now was different. We're sinners. They became sinners. They had the opportunity to live sinless forever. They had access to the tree of life right there in the garden that God had prepared them to live in. But once they sinned, God removed them from that garden. And so physical death became a reality. Spiritual death had already set in because sin separates us from God, Isaiah chapter 59. And Romans chapter 6 and verse 23 says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So everything changed. But it wasn't just in their personal life that everything changed. I think we're to understand that the world changed at that time. You see, sin has such far-reaching consequences on the face of the earth, on humanity. 
Why are there wars? Why is there violence? We could go on down the list. Why is there theft? Why is there robbery? Why is there why are there fights? Why is there drunkenness and all the consequences there? And on and on and on the list could go. Sin is at the bottom, the foundation level, as the answer for all of that and more. Now, let's look at the contrast between the realities of life in this world and what we can still look forward to if we will turn away from sin and walk with God in righteousness and faithfulness. What's heaven like? In Revelation 7, beginning with verse 14, we read this. I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. In other words, these are the ones who came to forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ, being baptized into him for the remission of their sins, the blood that he shed on the cross at that point cleansing them of the guilt of their sins. The text goes on, Therefore they are before the throne of God, and serve him night and day in his temple, and he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. We're talking about a picture of heaven here. They shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat for the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Another image of heaven that very similar and parallel is in Revelation chapter 21 verses 3 and 4. I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Oh my. You see the contrast? Heaven is a place of no pain, no sickness, no suffering, no dying, no sorrow, no tears. God takes care of the saved there. While this earth, world herein, is full of all of those bad things, all of that suffering. Now what's the difference between heaven and here? Here, sin prevails. The devil's always after us, always tempting us, always trying to make bad look good and good look bad. In heaven, there is no sin, none of the consequences of sin. Heaven is where the saved are for all of eternity. What a blessing that God offers us to be able to be with him in that place where there is none of the suffering that is so normal and commonplace in this world in which we live our physical lives. And that basically bottom line is because 
of not necessarily the consequence of our personal sins making us sick, but the fact that sin prevails in this world within humanity. And sin has consequences. We'll study some more next time. Let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Father, this is a lesson that people need to understand. They need to understand it and accept it. And it needs to make an impact in their lives to motivate them to change their lives and come to you for forgiveness through Jesus Christ and to walk with you in righteousness and faithfulness while still in this physical life with the promise, the expectation that they will be with you in heaven for all of eternity hereafter and there will be no more pain or suffering, no more sorrow, no more dying, no more sickness. Help us to see, Father, and help us to respond in faithfulness. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.